This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. There's nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust your picture. We are controlling the transmission. What's that, boy? We're in control? Hey, look! I can see my voice! This is my voice on TV. Dad, you're ruining the mood. Sorry. For the next half hour, we will control what you see and hear. You are about to experience the terror and foul horror of the Simpsons Halloween Special. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror Halloween Specials. And uh, yeah, we're just going to talk about all the different ones that have happened over the years. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Or at least some of it. (laughs) <laughs> yes, not all of them. We uh, like probably. I've only heard the probably watched the first ten. I don't know. You guys maybe go a little bit later, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How about that time when they would cancel oh. it for baseball games? That was interesting. Boo! Not interesting. That sucked. Yes. Yeah. So looking at the Wikipedia page, they did that for a long time, but now they're back to October. Yeah. Although there's an October nineteenth airing date I'm seeing here, and sixteenth. So now they're going the opposite direction. Yeah, they do them <laughs> goddamn early. Yeah. And do whatever that it's, other... it's that it's that yeah, Halloween creep. Shit. Yeah. Halloween creep gets earlier every year. Uh, Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. I thought I was the Halloween creep. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're just doing moments or episodes, whatever you want to do here. But for me, my very first moment is so stupid. It's from the Dracula vampire episode. Homer... <laughs> And uh, the family are going down to see Mr. Burns or coming up from seeing Mr. Burns. And there's a sign on the wall that says, Super Fun Happy Slide. And Homer says that and his elbows cluck like a chicken. <laughs> and it makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> uh, yep, that's Bart, what Bart does that first and uh, earlier in the episode. He's like, I know I really shouldn't. But when am I ever going to be here again? <laughs> Just flips the switch and he goes down to Super Fun Happy Slide. It's so, uh, Mr. Spockula. So. <laughs> there it is. That's my number seven. Scott? Uh, my number seven comes from the Harry Potter episode, which is one of the later ones like you were just talking about, Jeff. Uh, but Bart and Lisa are in wizarding class. Mrs. Krabappel's teaching. Uh, they I've been eat... calling her Crandall. Yeah. Everybody's got frogs, and the, the task is to turn your frogs into a prince. Lisa does it flawlessly. Uh, then Bart gives it a try and creates this unholy bom- abomination. Mrs. Krabappel comes over and says, Lisa's casting at an 8th grade level, and you just sinned against nature. And the uh, the first thing out of this like super fucked up uh, frog man that's rolling around on Bart's desk is, please kill me. <laughs> and then it starts puking all over the place. And then uh, gives him one more line of, every moment I live is agony. And I'm I'm still laughing about it to this day. 
So that's my number seven. <laughs> Sounds pretty gruesome, so I don't know why you're laughing at it. Yeah, it's it's pretty dark for even for <laughs> Treehouse of Horror. It's pretty dark. Nice. All right, Alex. Mm-hmm. My number seven is just Willie in general, especially the the first time where in every like vignette he got an axe in the back. That's right. By this Lisa, Principal Skinner. Place. Yeah, I mean Maggie, Principal Skinner, and uh, what was the last one? Or the first one? Um. I know it was three. Yeah, I don't remember. Hmm. I just remember Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> Talking like James Earl Jones. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And uh, yeah, that one episode where Willie's actually um, like Freddy, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Do yeah. not touch Willie. Good advice. Yes. <laughs> Is that also the lousy smarch episode? Yeah. Lousy smarch weather. We were there <laughs> to talk about the misprinted calendars. <laughs> Ah, genius. Yep, Willie, number seven. All right. Um, My number seven, and this is probably my last non-like scary moment, but this is, as a podcaster now, I think I probably do this every other episode when we're starting, is the intro to one of the episodes where you just see the modulation of the voice. (laughs) And Bart, (laughs) yes, and Bart is telling, we have control. Then Homer goes, what's that boy? We have control. I can see my voice. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> this is my voice on TV. Uh, Homer at his finest. And he wasn't even on screen. He just got to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. And Bart. You saw lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just the eeriness of the... Maybe we'll talk about in generalities of... The Treehouse Horrors did have a little bit of... We never call them scary, but they were eerie. Um, They, they were... I agree. Uh, they would be a lot more tense at times than than most of the regular Simpsons episodes. Yeah, and maybe Alex is animated. Like it seemed like they also did, did different coloring or shading or shadows or something on these episodes that made him feel a little different to me, anyway. Yeah, for some stuff. Um, so, anyway, that's my number mm-hmm. six. Homer's voice, Scott. Uh, my number six is the, uh, the loosely lawless one, um, desperately seeking Xena, where yeah. uh, Bart and Lisa become something dude and clobber girl. What is it, Alex? Stretch, stretch dude. Stretch dude and clobber girl, and they fight the collector, which is the comic book guy. And this 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 is one of the nerdiest episodes ever, but <laughs> but it's it starts with. Uh, Lucy Lawless giving, uh, she's at a panel and they start asking her questions and Professor Frank says something like, in episode 22, you started off on like a, on a Ruinish or whatever the horse was and you ended up on an, an Appaloosa. Arabian. Yeah, yeah, and you ended up on an Appaloosa. Please to be explaining. <laughs> and she says, and, and Lucy Lawless says, anytime something like that happens, a wizard did it. Yeah. <laughs> That's another one of our common quotes we do. Yeah, yeah I, I say the, the wizard, wizard did it all the time. Uh, but, but then yeah, again, the, an episode of like, Wizard Alpha, crying out, Glavin. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> um, couple of the great lines in this uh, comic book guy, as he gets defeated, or the collector as he gets defeated, must die in classic Lauren Green pose. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And then at the very end, when they're flying away, 
And they say, I thought you weren't Xena. And she says, I'm not. I'm Lucy Lawless. Yeah, Xena can't fly. <laughs> I told you, I'm not Xena. I'm Lucy, Lucy Lawless. Lawless. Oh. <laughs> and then one of the... And then it's pretty shitty, but it makes me laugh. The uh, Xena wants Zex. <laughs> <laughs> it was just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but I laughed. Yeah. All right. So, so on the strength of the A Wizard Did It, that's my number six. Did Lucy Lawless perform the voice? Yeah. Yeah. Even the voice? Nice. All right. She was my favorite uh, Cylon, just letting you guys know. <laughs> okay. Well, well, when we do our list of favorite Cylons. <laughs> well, that's she pretty much the entire cast, because, spoiler alert, they're all Cylons. She would prefer to stay in an uninhabited planet instead of being with you, Jeff, so. Aw. <laughs> or anyone, for that matter, really. <laughs> It might feel better. Alex. My number six is one of the early ones when Homer is going to that uh, strange shop and he sees the monkey paw. (laughs) He's like, the monkey paw grants wishes. That's good. The wishes that come out hurts. That's bad. But it comes with a free Froger. (laughs) Oh, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) It's also bad. That's bad. (laughs) Can I go now? (laughs) You'll be sorry. (laughs) So just that scene or the entire Monkey Paw episode? Because I think that's one of the best. Most of it. Yeah, that one's a great episode. But that scene, that's the one thing that I remember the most out of the Monkey Paw episode. Okay. I may have more to say on this episode later. (laughs) That's bad. (laughs) All right. Um. My number five is an entire episode, and it's the Raven one. The Edgar Allan oh, Poe damn it. Raven that's one. My, that's my number one. That's your number one? You jerk. <laughs> well, I, I really enjoyed it, and it's one of the few times like I actually understood a poem just because they animated it for me. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, the James Earl Jones voice. and I think this might have been the first... Treehouse Horror? If not the first one, it was the second. Yeah. It was in the first two years. No, it's um, the first one. Okay. Season two. Um, I remember loving it, and then uh, at the very end, with the, was it Lisa's reading it to Bart, right? Yeah. And then Homer's like eavesdropping, and he's all scared at the end. I was like that yeah. little thing at, at there. and uh, I even think in high school, we we had the watches, because we were reading Edgar Allan Poe stuff, and... Uh, um, teacher brought that in and we got to watch it. So it was, I liked it because I got to watch a cartoon in class and it was Simpsons. <laughs> it, it was cool that they, for that segment, they played it mostly straight. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. So, quote the Raven. Eat my shorts. I think that might be the only time that kind of went <laughs> off script. Um, so there's the Raven, number five for me. Scott. All right. Uh, number five is Citizen Kang. <laughs> oh, the the whole nice. the whole episode just completely lambasts uh, our political system, uh, but <laughs> but at the they cap it off at the end and it's uh, oh, it's so good the uh, <laughs> it's a two party system. <laughs> well, next next time I vote for a third candidate. <laughs> Go ahead, throw your vote away. <laughs> so true. Well, I voted for Kodos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't look at me. I voted for Kodos. <laughs> the best Ross part Burrow is just punches through his hat. <laughs> best part is, is uh, in our one of our local cities, there was a guy running for city council whose name was Kang. 
Joe, oh, yeah. Joe <laughs> vote for Kang. Vote by that. Joe by that every time we went to lunch. <laughs> yep. And uh, so it's been a while. Was that Clinton versus Dole? Uh, that oh, yeah. sounds about right. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Bob Dole. God, that's three presidents ago. Bob four Dole. presidents ago. Fuck. Long time has gone by. All right. Bob Dole doesn't need this. <laughs> Bob Dole. Alex, number five. My number five is <laughs> at the very end when Krusty is an animated murder doll. <laughs> and I go, oh, here's your problem. Somebody sent this doll to evil. <laughs> like, what? Just yeah. a stupid switch on the doll. It wasn't haunted or anything. Lars, the doll is trying to kill me. And someone's oh, no. laughing at me. That was the, the Froger thing with the doll. It wasn't the monkey paw. Damn, I got confused. What? It's when Homer gets the Krusty doll, that's the one where he gets the free Frogert. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't the monkey paw at all. Damn. They're all blending together. <laughs> Damn, you sound upset. It's all right. It's all right. A little bit. She's got it. Anyways. A little bit. <laughs> okay. But yeah, stupid Krusty doll. <laughs> He's yanking on Homer's tongue, <laughs> trying to pull it out of his mouth. <laughs> There's your problem. Somebody sent this thing to evil. <laughs> all right uh my number four is a couple scenes from the i think it's the same episode it's with the zombies and <laughs> when they raise the dead and they <laughs> barton needs to tell homer yeah. dad we did something really terrible <laughs> did you raise the dead yes no wait did you destroy the car no did you raise the dead yes but the car's okay yeah, <laughs> that's oh. uh, that's my number one. That's your number one. That might be okay. my favorite Simpsons line of any episode. <laughs> but the car's okay. Yeah. That oh, yeah. that that oh, I'll, I'll I'll get around back to it when we get to our ones. But that 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 segment has oh, there's so many good lines in that segment. Yes, and then the other segment I'll mention, and then alert the rest of you is when they kill the zombie Flanders. Yeah, he was a zombie. <laughs> Dad, he just killed zombie Flanders. <laughs> That's my number three. <laughs> so, yes, and there's many more. But all uh, since Scott has us, I'll leave it. So there he goes. Uh, what's you know what the name of that one is called? Uh, that one's called uh, Dial Z for Zombies. There it is. Yeah. All right. All right, Scott. Oh, a little, a little. Sorry, short trivia. When Bart is uh, raising Thriller. the dead or or putting him back away, he's naming actually just names of brand condoms for the spell that he's casting. Oh yeah, he's like Ramsey's Trojan. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> chic. And then he's wearing like the Thriller album on his head too, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, number four. Okay, so my number four. Um, this is definitely the latest one, and this is a. This is not um, really. There's a couple of humorous things in it, uh, but it's mostly just really, really cool. And that is the Guillermo del Toro opening mm-hmm. uh, that he, he did for, I don't even remember the episode or the, yeah, which Treehouse episode it was, but basically crams in like almost every horror movie or creature that you can think of uh, in the, the opening. And it lasts about, I don't know, two minutes, um, including his own stuff. Uh, and it mm-hmm. finishes with the, the Pan's Labyrinth thing at the end. 
and it's just the whole thing is super cool. Like they people have done videos where they break down everything, and you kind of see like oh, like, oh, there's the mummy. Oh, there's the Invisible Man. Like oh, that's you know this is from this movie. That's from that movie. It's really fun to spot what's going on, and it's really well animated, uh, and just super cool. It's one of the coolest things I've ever done on that series. Yep, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I remember I watched that episode. I don't remember it too well, but I do remember watching it just because I heard that he was doing the opening. It was pretty pretty, pretty great. Yeah, so that's my number four. All right. Alex? My number four is... I have a soft spot for this one because it was a Twilight Zone episode when Bart is going on a, on a school trip and all the kids are on the bus and there's this grim, gremlin <laughs> wreaking havoc and he's starting to tear off the scratching the walls and stuff. He goes, Otto, there's a gremlin on the side of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> there's Hans Molman. <laughs> he's just driving his gremlin car. He's like, whoa, no problem, Bart, dude. I'll take care of it. <laughs> just recklessly just sideswipes him. And Molman, this might be the first time I ever saw this gag when Molman goes down the hill. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> and then he stops short like inches before a tree, but the car still explodes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Terror at Five and a Half Feet is the name of that yeah. one. Yeah, and I don't know if we've talked about this. This is another instance of many instances where The Simpsons taught me more about... I saw... How do I want to say this? I saw The Simpsons before I saw the real version. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like you mentioned, uh, Kodos and Kang, or whatever, the Citizen Kang, whatever you called, whatever the name of the episode was. Like, all the Citizen Kang references, Godfather references... Uh, Hitchcock references everything I probably saw in The Simpsons before I actually saw the real version. This being one of them. So, mm-hmm. there it is. Um, all right, my number three is. Um, yeah, I'm trying to decide between these two. I'll just do the Monkey Paw episode in general. <laughs> I just love that and the, everything that goes wrong with him and and the. <laughs> Oh, the turkey's a little dry, and he gets over dramatic when he orders a turkey. I don't want to turn into a turkey myself. Yeah, I don't want to zombie turkeys. I don't want to turn into myself. Yeah, and then the the whole ending where Ned picks it up and he gets the wishes, and he and he thwarts the well because Homer wishes for world peace, but then the aliens are able to attack because of that. And then when Ned, wants, I want the pesky aliens to go away, and then he's got a board with a nail in it. <laughs> <laughs> Mo chases Kodos and Kang away. <laughs> the joke's on them though soon yeah. they'll create a bigger board with a bigger nail <laughs> are they still in every episode do we know if that like streak has continued it has to have right I think so there yeah. was that one episode that was a close call and they almost didn't make it in and they had to shoehorn them into somewhere <laughs> uh, but yes the yeah, Lisa's the one that we're, we're, wishes for world peace, and Homer goes, "Lisa, that was very selfish of you." Yeah. <laughs> Wish for world peace. Um, all right, Scott, number three. Okay, so my number three is the 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 time traveling one. Uh, just oh, just the escalation in the video in, in that segment uh, <laughs> where he. He's going back to the. <laughs> he, 
the dinosaurs and he accidentally sneezes on one. And then he eventually freaks out and takes the baseball bat <laughs> and to, to everything uh, as he's trying to fix uh, his current time um, till eventually uh, he gets back to his own family and they all have like lizard tongues and he's like, eh, close enough. Yeah. And they just leave it at that. But just when he freaks out, <laughs> just starts killing everything. <laughs> Don't touch anything. I'll touch anything. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, oh, how I wish I didn't one. sit on that fish. Yeah, that's my favorite part. Oh, I wish I hadn't sat on that fish. <laughs> or when he sneezes and they all fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> this can't this, be good. This is going to cost me. But then he goes back to the best universe ever. Yeah. What, what, why does he freak out? Because they don't have... Yeah. Mark, could you pass are. me a donut? Yeah. Donut? What's a donut? Ah! And he goes back in. <laughs> oh, no, it's raining again. <laughs> yeah. Donuts falling from the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nice. that's uh-huh. nice, though. <laughs> just that chain reaction. They all just start falling. Uh, yeah. so yeah. my, my number three. Remember what Dad said: If you're ever traveling back in time, don't touch anything. You never know what's gonna happen. Take that stupid fly! You die now. <laughs> so, and I think that's that's the one with Maggie when she kills. Uh, yeah, Willie. Yeah, this is indeed a disturbing place. <laughs> so, very nice, Alex. Number three. And there he is, Dad, you killed the zombie Flanders. <laughs> he was a zombie? <laughs> awesome. It is. All right. Uh, then my number two is going to be the shinning. Uh, yeah, more Willie. Yeah, yep. me, me too. X in the back. <laughs> Careful, you want to be sued. <laughs> uh, but don't, don't use the shinning between six and seven. That's Willie's time. <laughs> oh, that was the that was the third one that... Uh, Willie got axed by it was Homer. Yeah, but that yeah. <laughs> six and seven—that's Willie's time. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. All work and no play make Homer something, something something. Go crazy. Wait, no, wait, no TV and no beer make Homer something something something. something. Go crazy. Don't mind if I do. Oh, oh, scaredy cat. <laughs> that's my number two. <laughs> That whole scene. Give me the bat, Marge. Give me the bat. Give me the bat. TV's warm, glowing, warming, glow. <laughs> yeah. And how, like, when he gets locked into the... When Marge locks him in the freezer, he's content. And the ghosts have to pull him out. Yeah. Can't murder now, eating. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. All the monsters. Are <laughs> Speaking of which, I have to watch The Shining. It's, it's Halloween time. The Shining. Here's oh. Johnny. <laughs> All right. Uh, David Scott. Letterman. <laughs> yeah. Hi, David. My name is Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. So, quick sidebar. I watched season premiere this year of The Simpsons. It's like, oh, it's like a Game of Thrones thing. I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch it. It was unwatchable. I turned it off. Uh, Yeah, it's not for us anymore. It's for a new generation that's taking it over. People who don't like to laugh. (laughs) I think that's who it's for. (laughs) 
it should have been right up my alley. I mean, they were not only doing Game of Thrones, they were doing Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and everything, and it was just not funny. I Yeah, it was bad. Anyway, Scott, number two. Oh, you said yours was a shinning? Yeah. <laughs> right. Then uh, Alex. Oh, mine was a shinning as well for number two. Oh. Oh, wait, number one's? No, that was number two's. So yeah. now my number one, which was with, I think Scott's number three, was Homer going through time and all the <laughs> chain of chain <laughs> reactions of all the different possibilities. And I love the fact that it had the, him killing every single dinosaur is what finally made him put him in the upper class. Give him the good universe. Uh, Luxury sedan, sisters-in-law, dads, <laughs> well-behaved kids. <laughs> I hit the jackpot. <laughs> the whole thing when it starts out, all of a sudden, Homer's, Dad, your hands are the toaster. <laughs> what? <laughs> I forgot about that. Damn it. It's in there again. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> just like, well, when I sit here with my loving family and a great breakfast, just makes you appreciate all the little things. Dad, your hands in the toaster. It's awesome. You can't write that. Oh, you can't. You can't fucking write that. Jesus. And then at the very end when he comes back and everything seems normal and then they all have like t- uh, lizard tongue, he's like, eh, close enough. Close enough. <laughs> all right. Uh, so Alex, number one. Number one is a raven. Oh, I miss Scott. Anyway, but we'll do it. Your number one is a raven. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It makes it... Because reading it, it's like, okay, I guess this is scary. I was kind of like Bart. It's like, eh, I don't know. Maybe people were easier to scare back then. <laughs> yeah. But seeing it animated and stuff and setting the mood and, and whatnot and James Earl Jones reading it, of course. Yes. And I always get a kick of Homer speaking in old-timey speak. <laughs> like in the Qua. poem. Quap. Oh, Quap. Oh, Lenore. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Do do they still do the the warning before the Halloween episodes? I doubt it, but... No, they don't do that anymore. Hmm. Well, I don't know. But they haven't done it for a while. Because they kind of... They set a president. They kind of know. They set a president? Which one? Pre- president. <laughs> there it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I do remember that. Like Marge would come out sometimes and say, "Well, I'm warning yeah. you." I never knew if that was a joke or not. Good evening. And then it's like Bart. You should warn people that this episode is especially scary. <laughs> is there any more to that story? The school bus. No, remember he's doing all the paintings like uh, Rod Serling will examine oh, next. This yeah. painting over here. And Marge just coming over here. Take care of Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, Scott, number one. Uh, so my number one, as I said before, was the Dal Z for Zombie. The <laughs> Dad, Dad, we did something horrible. <laughs> did you wreck the car? No. Did you raise the dead? Yes. But the car's okay. <laughs> you have that whole episode. Great gag. Yeah, that that the uh, you killed Zombie Flanders. He was a zombie. <laughs> and then just when they get to the school, and he starts wrecking like all the famous yes. zombies. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Was it like George Washington? George Washington? Yeah, show's over, Shakespeare. <laughs> Is this the end of zombie Shakespeare? <laughs> uh, so good. Why all those figures to be buried in Springfield? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Excuse me, I'm John Smith. John Smith, eighteen eighty-two. My mistake. <laughs> 
Is this the end of zombie Shakespeare? So that's my number one. Very nice. All right, any honorable mentions? I think we knocked yeah, all mine I, off. Uh, one, one. We had, well, it's hard to keep this just one, but uh, the uh, there's a Lisa one where she helps the dolphins and they end up taking over the world. Uh, oh, yeah. But just a singular moment from that episode was when they all go outside. <laughs> the dolphins are everywhere. <laughs> the best one is a, like a dolphin leaning against a car with like a fedora. And it's flipping a coin with one of its flippers. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a hot ride. Yeah. It was a really sweet car, and then, too. Uh, and then in the background, you see dolphins like standing on telephone wires. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, the dolphin flipping the coin kills me. That's my honorable mention. All right. Alex, do you have any? Yeah, honorable mention to the Genesis tub. <laughs> well, we've listened to you since the creation of time, O Creator. We've learned to imitate you exactly. <laughs> That line right there gets me every time. <laughs> Wait, that's the one where Lisa has a little. Yeah, I created the universe. <laughs> Give yeah. me the gift certificate. <laughs> nice. I did have one on my list too. The one where they're uh, eating all the kids, and uh, they eat Uter. <laughs> Isn't it weird that we're having some- Uter disappears and now we're eating something called Uter Broughton? <laughs> and then. Uh, they have Bart, Lisa, and Milhouse are on the edge of this plank when there's the big blender down below. And <laughs> I have faith that nothing bad could happen to us. And then, like, Milhouse falls in. Something will come by and save us. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, nothing should happen to the Simpson children. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, good. that was just a terrible nightmare. There's nothing to be afraid of except that fog that turns people inside out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. I also like the one where Homer makes the deal with the devil and the devil's Ned Flanders. And <laughs> you like donuts, huh? Then eat all the donuts in the world. <laughs> they just feed Homer nothing but donuts and he's more, more. <sighs> the poor <laughs> demon's like, I don't understand this. <laughs> yeah. And they had like the jury of like the Philadelphia Flyers and everybody. Yeah. Pretty awesome. When Bart just <laughs> devil's talking to Homer, <laughs> Bart comes in. He's like, "Oh, hey, Bart. Hey, <laughs> yeah." Ned Flatway Flanders, you're the devil. That's always the least one you least suspect. <laughs> hey, Bart. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now onto our crossover list. Mm-hmm. Oh, do we roll? We rate? Well, we can't really rate this. Uh, Sevens. Seven sevens. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way. Well, the first 13 seasons. Yeah. Well, the Treehouse of Horrors were always like highlights of the, not just for that season, but for like the year, you know? Yeah. Like that was, everybody was definitely talking about those after they happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, that you mentioned that, I remember I had like the first, I don't think Alex has them as all, but I had like the first six years on DVD. And the commentary, they talk about how the Halloween episodes didn't really count as far as, like, workload for the animators but they or the and the writers. They, but they still had to get it done. So it was like, that was kind of like overtime was just to get your segment. If you got the privilege, I guess, of working on a segment. Like, that was just like... Like a bonus. <laughs> like a bonus that you didn't get paid for. You just had to get this extra thing done on top of your normal work. And they said, kind of, maybe that's why they came up so good, because they were kind of delirious and just forced <laughs> to get it in there. And... Yeah, they broke up into segments, so they were able to pack in yeah. more and more 
of jokes, you know, they'd have to follow a continuous storyline or anything. Exactly. Um, All right. So anyway, so our crossover topic, we just did Halloween specials, our favorite Halloween special since this was, that's what this is. And I'm just saying redundant stuff now. So. (laughs) Doubly redundant. uh, (laughs) Doubly, doubly redundant. My number five is going to be. Uh, God, I have a hard time ordering these. Uh, I'm going to say there was a Garfield Halloween special. There was. Uh, and Oh, I forgot about that. Damn it. it. To be honest, I really don't remember much about it. I just remember that I loved it as a kid. Like For anyone who knows me, I, I, I can draw one thing, and it's Garfield. That's because I used to love Garfield as <laughs> well, a kid. Well, two things, Jeff. <laughs> okay, that and yeah. it's some punk rock guy who loves to smoke. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to love Garfield, and there, there, were, there weren't many specials with him, but that was definitely one of them, and I loved it. But I don't remember it. If you ask me what happened, like that, that one is that was creepy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I remember yeah. Odie dressed up as something, and I, I don't remember. But I, I just remember really enjoying it as a kid. I think so they I were both pirates, right? That sounds very familiar. <laughs> um, I can tell you that. <laughs> I just remember this right now. For Halloween one year, I want to dress up as a punk rock guy, but I modeled my, to smoke. Yeah, but I mo- it's kind of how that came up. I modeled myself after, you know, those like cardboard uh, things you put on your windshield. I don't know they still have that anymore to keep your car cool. Yeah, yeah, and uh, my my grandma Omi had one, and it was a uh, had Garfield and Odie on it, and they were dressed like punk rockers. So I wanted myself to look like Garfield as a punk rocker. The earring and the mohawk and the vest and everything. So there it is. Garfield. Scott, number five. Oh. I have soiled myself. How <laughs> embarrassing. Uh, my number five is uh, they. I don't remember too much specifically about this, but I always remember they always had really cool costumes, anyways. It was uh, on Roseanne. They they always went above and beyond to give all the characters like really rad costumes, even though they were like. Poor lower cast, this poor lower cast family. They always have these like super elaborate costumes. Um, there's usually something like some big prank that got played, so it was like a, a change up from the normal routine of the show. But uh, yeah, Roseanne had a string of really good Halloween episodes. Man, I'm trying to. I loved Roseanne, but that's not sounding familiar to me. <laughs> so I remember like specifically, uh, like John Goodman had one year had like I was. The coolest fucking costume where he was all three stooges basically <laughs> where he had like i need like on the the other two shoulders were like larry and curly and then in the middle he was mo and like like that was super cool um yeah just they, there was always something weird going on it was fun all right alex mm-hmm. Uh, my number five is kind of obligatory. The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of cute. That's on my list. Still, the boys like watching it now. It's like, oh yeah, he's looking for a pumpkin and he's pathetic. <laughs> and he gets rocks in his Halloween bag. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, well I'll make this my number four as well. It's gotta be on the list. and it's uh, But it's great. I mean, once again, I haven't seen pumpkin. this in forever either, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Charlie Brown, Snoopy. So what was what did Charlie Brown dress up as a ghost, right, with a bunch of holes in it? I thought that was Pigpen. 
thought it was oh, Charlie, Charlie Brown. Was that Charlie Brown too? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought. And then, uh, what was Snoopy the Red Baron, as usual? I don't remember. Mm. Anyway. I forget. I actually haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Scott, number four. Okay, number four is... It's kind of cheating, but I always thought of it as a Halloween episode because it kind of aired around that same time. Uh, and it follows a, a Stephen King story. But that's the an episode of Futurama called The Honking. Uh, where, oh, damn it. Where Bender turns into a wear car. Um, it's, it's, it's effectively like a Halloween time type of episode, even if yeah. it didn't deal directly with Halloween because it is basically horror. Um a lot of great gags in, in that episode. Uh, the one where Bender um, finds a series of zeros and ones. And he's like, oh, it's just gibberish. It doesn't mean anything. But then he reads it backwards in a mirror. And it's like just a series of ones and zeros. But it spells out murder. Um, it's a great gag. The, the fact that throughout the episode, Fry is upset that Bender doesn't want to kill him. Because the, the way the curse works is that you turn into a wear car and you try to kill your best friend. Uh, it's <laughs> they, they go through this whole chain of uh, the curse to see who passed on the curse to others. And it starts with like Calculon and goes on down the list. Uh, but anyways, it's, it's a great episode of Futurama and the most Halloween appropriate one. So that's my number four. Mm-hmm. All right. Alex. My number four is an episode of Cheers, and I vaguely remember it mostly because at the very end, somebody did a big green holographic thing of Carla's head, and I think she they were playing a prank on Cliff or Norm or something that the house was haunted, so they put a big projection of her head and everything, and he was like, oh my gosh, it really is haunted, and then they turn on the lights, and it was all a joke. That <gasps> giant... <laughs> real Perlman head just kind of stuck with me. <laughs> All right. Uh, that would probably stick with me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. My number three, and I'm going to leave TVs and go to video games. Ooh. And this just happened last year. And oh, I yeah. freaking loved it. And I hope they do it again this they, year. They are on the 10th. All right. Dr. Junkenstein from... That game we play. I always forget the name of Overwatch. 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 I was listening to an episode we did the other day, and I was like, what's that game we play? I feel like such an old man. I don't even know what the hell I play anymore. What's the name of that Vigi game? <laughs> Dr. Junkenstein's Revenge from Overwatch. I really enjoyed that last year. So yeah, good so to hear that's coming back. New costumes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we can cool. so we can play dress up, by, you know, manly dress up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I always like that in online games. Like EverQuest did a, lo- a couple Halloween things very early on. Nothing like this, but they would have like GMs would come on and play some characters, and you get some nice loot. I always enjoyed video games did it, and I thought last year that was really, really, really fun for Overwatch. Yeah, and on uh, World of Warcraft, they had a um, a thing where you go fight the headless horseman. It's always kind of fun. Just a okay. little like one off okay. thing. That's cool. Yeah, and Destiny had a thing where you could do some trick-or-treating, which was kind of lame. But you would get these pumpkin head masks, which were pretty cool. Yeah, it was like an item that was timed and stuff. Yeah, and you put it on and your your avatar would have like this giant pumpkin head. 
what was funny, and I did not know what this was doing this, it would play like these haunting sounds and screams oh, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the background, but it, <laughs> I thought it was really happening in my house, like like in my apartment complex. Like I remember I was playing with Jacob, and I'm like, man, something's going on. These people are yelling over here. <laughs> and then finally I figured out it was actually coming whenever I wore that stupid pumpkin head. So uh, that's my number three. Scott. Another, well, sorry. Real quick on the Destiny two on the Destiny stuff, you collected candy and one lady just gave you raisins and the thing just said, "Who gives the, these out?" Yes. But I forgot about all that stuff and I stopped playing for a while. And then when I came back, like two or three weeks later, all the candy and stuff had just turned into rotten mush <laughs> so like, in my inventory. So I just had to throw everything away. I think I remember that, that happening a, to me too. Yeah, that was a nice touch. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, Scott. Uh, my number three is Community. Uh, they, they had a couple Halloween episodes, but the the, the best one is they, they basically uh, are having a big Halloween party at the school, and there's this outbreak, um, and like the CDC like cordons everybody off, but it turns into this like pseudo zombie movie thing, um, and it's hilarious. Uh, there's some great costumes. Uh, the one character Troy. And Abed, uh, they're they're the uh, the power loader power loader from Aliens and the Alien from Aliens, respectively. <laughs> but their costumes like look really cheesy, but they still really look like the the power loader is basically is like a bunch of PVC pipes um, and duct tape, and it's like a flashlight on the top, uh, but it still looks rad. Um, yeah, that's, I doing a poor job of describing this, but um, if anybody hasn't seen Community, I always recommend it. Uh, and this is one of a one of the funny episode, funnier episodes. That said, some. All right, I still haven't seen Community, but there was a well, maybe it's on an honorable mention. I'll mention later. <clears throat> Scott or Alex, fuck. My number three is a South Park Halloween episode where Corn guest stars, and they're kind of like <laughs> the crew from the Mystery Machine. Yeah, yeah. They're all like, hey, guys, let's check this out. All right. Also, that whole episode, they're just ragging on Kenny. He's like, Kenny, you're so poor. You won't be able to afford a good costume. And then he comes out as like a legit Ed 209. <laughs> uh, gold. <laughs> I think I remember that episode. one. Um, all right. Underwear number twos. Yep. Now this one is it was a uh, on I don't even know, this might be cheating, but every year for a few years on Bravo they would have their countdown of their hundred scariest movie moments. And I love a good countdown show, and especially it does with movies. And I love this thing. And it was kinda like one of those how do I describe it? We are the 80s where, like, just these B-list celebrities, they're interviewing, like, because they're actors that were in a horror movie, so therefore they're, uh, you know, you can you can interview them about other horror movies. Um, but except for the directors, you would have a Tom Savini or a Landis or Peter Jackson would be on there. But no, like, famous actual actors. But anyway, they would talk about these movies in 100 moments. Not like the scariest movies, but the moments for movies. Was, was this one of those AFI things? No, it was Bravo. It was kind of a separate thing. Okay. Um, and I recorded it. I had it on my sis back when I actually had a legit, like a real, real TiVo. 
And I had that on there forever, and I watch it all the time, but I always liked it. And then later on, they added, like, 30 more scarier moments, because this was already, like, I think Saw was, like, the newest movie they had on there. So they were adding new stuff, and I loved it. And everything, I forgot what 100 was, but, like, number one was, well, spoiler alert, Jaws, the beginning of Jaws. Um, <laughs> but, you know, everything from Jaws and Alien to, this is how I found out about Audition that um, made Alex watch. <laughs> nope. <laughs> or bought for him. I haven't, he hasn't watched it yet. No, nah, not yet. Um, but after The Conjuring, got it, I'm ready. So, so just jump in here <laughs> real quick. Shit. Way worse. Did, uh, speaking of Saw, did you know there's a new one coming out, like at the end of this month? No. I did not know I until I, I saw a trailer it's coming back. Saw a trailer for it at a mo- different movie I saw uh, last night. Saw a trailer for it. So I had no idea. Anyway. I don't even know what number they're on yeah, now. I, I've only seen the first one. I don't even think I've seen all of like the first I've seen most of like the first three or four, but not all the way through probably. I at least want to watch the first one, uh Danny Glover and Carrie Elwes. Yeah, the first one's a really good movie. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, and James Wan, the guy who did uh, Conjuring. Mm. There you go. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Gross. Yeah, so if you guys haven't watched it, you should. it's on YouTube now. If you guys ever wanted to watch it. It's long. It's like four or five hours long because it was broken up over time. And, you know, they did the first ten episodes and or moments. And so look it up. Scott. All right. Uh, we're on twos? Two. Okay. Uh, twos was the the great pumpkin and the okay. peanuts. So that's a lot to say so, about that. We've done this before with Hall or Christmas, and there's always you know a, a peanuts one, and there, there there's no like equivalent of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer for Halloween, is there? Like the animation? <sighs> I guess does Nightmare I Before think... Christmas count? Because <laughs> kind of, but no, I think there is one. But I forget the name of Clay it. animation. Like, are you talking about yeah. like one of the old ones? Yeah, like the yeah the. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything. Yeah, I, I vaguely can't. remember one, but vaguely. <laughs> Bro, lives narrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, uh, Scott or Alex, number two. My number two is from Married with Children, when uh, Al Bundy's stuck and then Death pays him a visit. And Death is uh, actually Peggy Bundy. <laughs> and he says, well, I'm, ca- I'm here to take your soul. He's like, oh, wait a minute. My family needs me. He's like, all right. If you could, if one of your family members says they need you <laughs> before midnight, then you get to keep your soul. You remember that one? I do. But it was They're like... over next over at the Darcy's and they had to fake like they were the village people because I guess Marcy booked them, but they couldn't show. <laughs> so Bud and Kelly and... Uh, Jefferson, they all had to dress like the village people <laughs> and fake it until, you know, they made it to appease the crowd of menopausal women. <laughs> yeah, and then doesn't someone finally say I need Al, but it's like for like a very retarded reason? Yeah, because pandemonium breaks out, of course, and there's toilet paper being thrown out. <laughs> and they're like, no, this is one ply. No, I'm telling you, this is two oh. ply. Oh, I wish Dad were here. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, they didn't need me. Yeah, my baby girl said she needed me. Nice. Forgot about that. Nice. All right. Um, My number one is not technically a Halloween episode, but it's kind of like how Scott said for his earlier. 
This is the home episode of X-Files that aired in October, and I think they re-aired it on Halloween night. Um, this is the inbreeding, baby-eating, terrible people in the X-Files. So, scariest Halloween episode, or like Halloween special I've ever seen. So, you guys have seen this one, right? Probably. This They're like in the, like, the hills or whatever, right? They have yeah, it's it's in the it's, yeah it's in the wilderness and they have the mom under the bed and they pull her out just uh, to make yeah. babies. It's kids are playing uh, baseball and they find a baby buried under the ground. It's oh it's so messed up. So they only aired it I think once or twice and then they had that but they couldn't even air it at nine o'clock. They had to go till ten. And I just remember watching it with Adam and it was it was right around Halloween time. I know that. Um, so and I've, that's always stuck with me. That's a scary episode, and I love the X Files, and I had to put that as number one. Yeesh. So Scott, uh, my number one is an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, and spoilers, um, they spend the whole episode uh, trying to stop this demon from being summoned. I forget the name of it. <laughs> Every episode. Well, yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> They keep trying, it doesn't work, and they're like, it's happening during Halloween, um, and eventually the, the demon actually gets summoned, and they're, everybody's worried, and they're, like, the, whole, the name of the episode is Fear Itself. Apparently the, the demon feeds on fear, that's how it gets summoned, um, once the ball gets rolling anyway. Um, and eventually gets summoned, and they're like, fuck, what are we going to do? And the thing gets summoned, and it turns out that the demon's only, like, like six inches tall. <laughs> and... And she winds up, and Buffy just like basically steps on him, and that's that. Uh, but then uh, Giles is looking through his book of like all the demons and monsters, and he's like, "Oh, I I forgot to read this part here. It says actual size because there's like a little picture of the <laughs> the demon in the book of like what it's going to look like." Uh, <laughs> so it was a big twist. Yeah. What a twist! Yep. So that's my number one. I've never seen an episode of Buffy. I saw the movie. Sideshow Luke Perry. TV show's better. (laughs) That's what I've heard. Um, All right. Is that it? Or Alex, number one? Uh, I know we try not to do this, but Treehouse of Horror has got to be my number one. Yeah. That's that's my number one. Yeah, that would be my real number one if we're we're doing this independent of our previous list. (laughs) Good call. Yep. Every single one. Something to look forward to every year when I was watching The Simpsons. It's always, always classic episodes. You're not, you know how it's like, oh, this is going to be a Lisa episode. So it's going to be good because <laughs> it's The Simpsons, but it's not going to be, you know, top tier. But Halloween episodes are always tippity top. Top shelf. Top drawer. Nice. I had one honorable mention, and it was from Parks and Rec. There was a Halloween episode yeah. that I really enjoyed. Um,. They kind of throw a party. Meanwhile, some kids torturing uh, Leslie Nope by vandalizing in parks and stuff like that. It was a good episode. Um, and the other ones, I think there was an episode of Dexter that was kind of Halloween related that I really enjoyed where he makes the like, observation like this is the time of year where everybody gets to kind of be like him and he can blend in, feel a little bit better about it. It's weird. Um, so those are the two that I kind of met with as uh, honorable mentions. Any for you, or is it time for feedback? Feedback. 
All right. Feedback. Feedback. We got feedback from good old William Grinwood. The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror gets a seven. Yep. That's <laughs> too main. And uh, his top five Halloween specials are number five, Monsters vs. Aliens, Mutant Pumpkins from Outer Space. I've seen a few of the like TV episodes that they had, and the movie was pretty good. I'm going to have to check out this uh, Halloween episode. I didn't know they had one. But... Mm-hmm. His number four is uh, Roseanne, pretty much any Halloween episode. Yep. All right. Uh, number three, uh, he's got a South Park episode, but it might be a different one. They've done a few episodes. Spooky Fish. For the classic callback use for split screen, they did when they showed two versions of, of Cartman. Oh, yeah, I think this is the one where he comes from another, uh, a Cartman from another dimension, and he's got the goatee, but he's good. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's their universe right, right. Cartman, that's a piece of shit. <laughs> then he also cites the Corn's Groovy Pirate Ghost Mystery <laughs> and Hell on Earth 2006. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. For, uh, yeah, Satan's Super Speak 16 Party. Damn, that was a good one, too. Huh. Should have had more stuff. Anyways, his number two is uh, Jeff Garfield's Halloween Adventure. Nice. And number one, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yep. Got to Thanks, be William. Yep. We could always count on you. Thanks, my aunt. <laughs> Thanks a lot, buddy. All right, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. Uh, I'm Alex, and I don't have any sports. Sports ball? Uh, my son Luca, he finished T-ball. All right, he, he got an award. He said, "Most desire for the ball." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor kid! We'd, we'd always the coaches would always try to position him where they thought the ball was gonna go, <laughs> and even if it came towards him, there's these other kids that rushed them faster than he did <laughs> to get it. So he still got to throw the ball at least once a game. But whenever he didn't get it, he would just stand still looking down going, hmm, yeah. I wanted the ball. It's a it's a vicious cockfight out there. you got to keep your head in a swivel. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> so funny watching kids play t-ball because the ball flies off the tee. And every kid from the outfield, from the infield, every single one just beelines it trying to get the ball. Yeah, it's like watching them play soccer. They'll just run to the same part of the field wherever the ball is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Like a bunch of bees. Yeah. <laughs> Mhm. Mhm. So yeah, Alex, this is October. This is the best time for sports. You got all football, the, all the big ones, golf, uh, <laughs> table, table tennis, table tennis. That's right. Yeah. Uh, tennis, tennis. Uh, so you got seriously you got baseball playoffs just started. You got we're like week five of football going on. We got NHL season just started. NBA season's going to start in like a week or two. Uh, college foosball. Um, College foosball. There's a today. There was soccer going on. I guess that's kind of always going on, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's awesome. I love this time of year. October is my favorite month for Halloween and sports. There you have it. Go watch sports, everybody. <laughs> you do. You got memorize all them channels because, and then watch all the scumbags that TBS puts on the after show. Oh look, it's freaking a a Rod and it's Keith Hernandez and it's uh who was the other one that was on there. Last year there was Pete Rose. It was like Frank Thomas was like the only uh, <laughs> decent human that was on the telecast. The dude from Wendy's? Not Dave Thomas. Frank Thomas, you fool. Uh, they they have to have a special camera though to to get uh, Frank Thomas's head in the screen. And one... He's a big boy. <laughs> IMAX. He's got a giant dome. Is all I'm saying. 
All right, uh, it's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. I'm uh, going to keep this quick. Uh, just a uh, quick review. So as, as I said last night, I had watched uh, something in the theater that had a trailer for Saw. And that was the... Who were you talking to last night and when was it recorded? They wouldn't know what you were talking to. So last night, as of this recording. <laughs> okay. So yeah, when is. people actually hear this remains to be seen. But at any rate, I, I want to mention it now because it's just going to get older. Uh, and that's the new Blade Runner. Blade Runner 2049. Uh, so I got out and saw that in IMAX, no less. Uh, this is a... Nice. Just for starters, this is a gorgeous movie. Uh, it was uh, Denis, Denis Villeneuve. It's, it's hilarious. So, Nailed it. Yeah. So <laughs> I have no idea how to pronounce this guy's name. And I watched... So they actually had three shorts that they that they ran before the movie aired. And all three of them are pretty cool. Um, I recommend if somebody wants to look that up, going to watch that. Oh, I only I only saw the one. Uh, the the Shinichiro Watanabe one. I think so. Where uh... there's only one animated one. Oh, okay. Then yeah, the animated yeah, one. Yeah, the, the Cowboy Bebop guy. But um... I still haven't seen the other. Yeah. So the other two, the live action ones, the director introduced them, and he started both by saying like, "Hello." My name is Denny Villeneuve, and I still couldn't understand what he was like. How, <laughs> even with him pronouncing his own name, I still Stefan. Yeah, still, Jack. Yeah, Stefan. Anyway, so he's he's definitely got an eye for for visuals. Um, uh, Sicario: The Arrival was beautiful, um, and this this the director of cinematography is Roger Deakins, who is usually with the Coen Brothers. Um, as their as their director of photography, and here he is. He's paired up with uh, Denis Villeneuve. Uh, to great effect here. Um, the the set pieces are great. The again, it's, it's shot beautifully. Um, I don't want to say too much about the movie itself, uh, at least the plot. Um, but uh, all the uh, Ryan Gosling's good here. Um, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. That's good here. Uh, there's the... Again, I don't want to spoil any characters, but uh, I guess you could call her the main girl in this. Uh, actress Ana de Armas is absolutely ridiculous in this movie. <laughs> uh, it's... Yeah, it, I, I don't want to get into creeper territory here, but... <laughs> uh, it's worth watching it just to see her in this movie. Um... Yeah, so if you're, anybody's... Too late. Yeah. Cross the, cross creep, the creepy cross alert, border. Creepy alert. <laughs> uh, if, if anybody's a fan of Blade Runner, um, this yep. is... Nope. <laughs> I know Jeff isn't. Uh, I I recommend it. Um, even if you're not, uh, there's enough cool stuff going on here. Uh, with Again, with the, the way it's shot, with the cinematography... Uh, yeah, but how does it stack up against Ghost in the Shell? It's better than Ghost in the Shell, which oh, really I can't. I can't which believe is, it. You know, I know. <laughs> it's hard to believe. <laughs> Wait, which version of this should I watch? Should I watch the director cut, the super director? You gotta cut, watch. You gotta watch the international. Gotta watch the cuts. international one, Jeff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, go out and watch this movie. Uh, it is kind of long. What it is. So kind of be be warned about that, but uh, yeah, isn't it? Well, no, I th- I'm pretty sure they cut it down. But last I heard, it was going to be like a 
two and f- two hour and like forty five minutes. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Oh shit! Still three hours. Yeah, not, not quite three. Uh, with trailers, it's three. Yeah, with trailers, <laughs> it's three. Uh, so yeah, um, new Blade Runner. It's good. Go watch it. It's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's all I have. Try to keep this short. Uh, Alex, did you have anything you wanted to talk about briefly? Uh, nope. All right, Jeff. I'm good. Yeah, I had one thing. Uh, boycott Screen Junkies for a little while because that guy is an asshole. Did you guys hear about this? No. Ooh, no. The guy who's CEO of that is like sexually abusing the women that work there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, screw that guy then. Yeah. Holding him like, oh, you better do this or I'm going to fire your boyfriend who works here. And Oh, is that... Andy Signor, you're a piece of shit. Oh, is that the Harry Knowles guy? No, this is a different okay. guy. Okay. Apparently over the last few days, there's been like all these different cases that came up. But uh, I don't know. Like I watched the... He's like the guy who created Screen Junkies who do the Honest Trailers. Uh... And, um, and he's the guy who, like, I guess runs that show over there. And... Unsubscribe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot more guys who work there than just him, and it kind of sucks, but he's an asshole. So until they fire him or do whatever, and apparently they complained to HR, and HR didn't do anything. It took the girl to come out in public and say everything, on, you know, for anything to actually happen. So screw them, um, or at least screw that guy, and mm-hmm. screw HR for not listening to the girl when she said it. So that's yeah. my only news. Um, all right. That wraps up this week. Thanks that's for right. listening. Happy Halloween! We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. <laughs>